Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ronaldo. See, a lot of people like Portugal. Portugal. A lot of people like Portugal. Normally, I'm, listen, I'm a Portugal supporter. My father lived in Portugal. I did. I played in Portugal before. I lived in Portugal. I didn't like live there. Or whatever. I stayed there for like um, for like four months or six months. And like whatever. I was there a while. Like not just a couple of weeks. I was there a while. Like I stay. I lived there for like months and months and months on end. Good times. I want to go back, actually. Um, I hung around with, uh, like, legend, like, hardcore, hardcore Benfica, the Benfica crowd. They have, like, one of those statues, you know, like, of um, of Jesus. It's not as big as the one in Brazil, but it's pretty big. Like, in Lisbon, they got, like, a statue in Lisbon. The buddy told me with a straight face. I was sitting with him eating dinner with this guy and his family and stuff, and... Uh, He's talking, we were watching Benfica, and he told me, he goes, you know, he said, that statue, Jesus' arms were not, like, extended out. He said, the statue moved after Benfica won the championship. <laughs> I started laughing. I thought he was joking, right? He goes, hey, it's not funny. He goes, it's a true story. Like, yeah, I'm thinking, all right, yeah, 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 the statue moved, all right? <laughs> so... I know about the passion of Portuguese soccer. Trust me. They, they hate each other, like Porto and Sporting and Benfica and stuff. That's some nasty stuff. So uh, speaking of which, Eustachio, who plays on Canada, plays for Porto. And uh, he's a badass. He's been hot recently. So I'm seeing this right now. And I'm not playing around. I'm going to go big on this stuff. It's my new, like, sort of thing. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? I'm going to play all the games. And I'll get by. I'll play a lot of totals and props and stuff. I know how to approach this. But I don't know. No one knows who's going to win. You know what I mean? Like, let's be real. We can all sit here and, you know, you can know every domestic league inside out and you can whatever, and this and that, and you know, whatever, dude. It's going to come down to, like, penalty kicks and stuff. It always does, right? So you sort of know, okay, these teams are going to be in the mix and they're going to play each other and it's going to be 1 1. It's going to go to penalty kicks. Someone's going to be a world hero. Someone's going to be, like, get ripped. You know, there's going to be a call. There's going to be, you know, something. I don't know. Remember, you know, no one predicted that Dan was going to headbutt somebody in the middle of the match. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, no one predicted uh, Buddy was going to tell him that the entire league has slept with your sister either. That's what that was the line. <laughs> that was the line. <laughs> that said, Dan lost it. Um, I was actually live on the air. I did a World Cup uh, show that year. They said you wanted to be live on during the World Cup. I was like, all right, well, sure, let's go. And uh, it, was, it was a good time. So uh, yeah, to reach the semifinal here, got some nice odds. So basically, let's call it the the final four. To make the final four. I usually think Brazil are overhyped, but Brazil are the real deal, and they're making the final four. And it's plus money. It's plus 125. They're on a collision course with Argentina. Argentina's plus 150. Level three, this is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, the mightier 1090 ESPN radio. What's up, SoCal? The NFL is so boring. We're talking about the real football, the World Cup uh, right now. But uh, all kidding aside, don't despair. I am going to throw a couple of World Cup picks at you right now, but don't despair. Our next guest doesn't watch soccer. Uh, the Big E, Eric Cohen, <laughs> joins us. <laughs> What's up, Gabe? Uh, Cohen watches Buffalo Bills football, NFL football. He's a degenerate. He bets on everything. Uh, he'll probably even bet on soccer, but Cohen is not a, a soccer guy, per se. Um, we love soccer, and I can't wait for this thing. I wish it wasn't where it was, but it is what it is, and I don't control the world. Um so we're seeing some props up here to reach the semifinal. So in other words, to make the final four. And a lot of smart people think Brazil are actually going to win this thing. Right? Like Brazil, there's a method to the madness in a World Cup in which teams from South America do not win when it's in Europe. Teams in Europe do not win when it's in South America. Brazil are like the kings of winning these things when it's in weird countries. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Hey, it's in the USA where it's never, hey, yeah, yeah, Brazil wins. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I could see Brazil sort of just, you know, cruising into this thing. And, you know, Brazil do, like I said, Brazil do well when it's like on these other continents type of deals. Plus, they are very good. But they're not, the, to me, they're not like better than France. I don't think I think France are a better team than Brazil are, right? But Brazil are the favorites, you know, because Brazil—they're the powerhouse. They're the—they're the—you know—they're the Dallas Cowboys. They're the ones, you know, they're the world's team. You know what I mean? White people bet on Brazil. You know what I'm saying? You know, everyone oh Brazil—they're the bandwagon team all the time. They haven't won in a while, but I do have a—I do have a feeling that they are the real deal this time, and they're going to make it far. I think they're like I said. I don't know. We can all sit here and pretend. I don't know. Pele doesn't know who's going to win, right? We can sit here and pretend all this. I saw an interview with uh, Kaká yesterday. And he asked. Uh, he was asked who's going to win. He said, I'll give you three teams. He said, I don't know. He said, one of these three teams will win. Brazil, Argentina, or France. And he's a legend. The Big E era. Cohen's a legend. He joins us next. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Bringing a man who used to kick it with us on Channel 98, Channel 186, and everything else in between. Now of TSN Edge, the one and only, the Big E, the real Eric Cohen. Steps up for now. What's going on, Cohen? How you doing tonight? Uh, great. How are you, Gabe? Uh, we're doing all right, uh, Cohen. Uh, we're waiting like everybody else to figure yeah. out what's uh, happening with Josh Allen's elbow. A lot of discussion uh, this week, so I'll ask you right away as a, a Buffalo Bills uh, fan. Should um, should the Buffalo Bills rest him? And it looks like that's the decision that's going to end up being made. What's your take on the Josh Allen situation? Yeah, you know what? To me, it's really important for the Bills to get the one seed. So you can't go and think that uh, it's okay just to, you know, play a couple games without him in the middle of the season. And, you know, you want him rested for the playoffs. I mean, it's true, but these games are very important. So I think basically what it comes down to with me is that if if there could be further damage to his elbow if he plays then you sit him you sit him for this game i think you can beat the vikings at home with case keenum in a case keenum revenge game you give josh a week off uh to to rest it i know he's had this issue before in his rookie season uh the thing about josh is he's tougher than a three dollar stake so i know he's going to want to play he's going to try to convince the coaches to play um but if there's any risk at all uh that he could further damage the elbow uh, I, I rest him this week. I tell Josh, you know what? We got this. The defense will have to step up. The running game steps up. Case Keenum steps up. They find a way to win this game, and they see where he is after this game. But these games are very important. They're tied with Kansas City uh, and Baltimore with two losses. They've, you know, luckily for the Bills, they've uh, they've been able to beat the the Chiefs and the Ravens, so they'll have tiebreakers against those two teams. But you know, of course, the issue for the Bills is they're zero two in the uh, in the division, right? So. You know, Miami and the Jets, I, I mean, listen, I think Buffalo's going to still win the division regardless, but, you know, you can't take these games for granted, but the most important thing is Josh's health. So I definitely understand this is a very tough decision and uh, one that a lot of thought will go into this. I think you raise a good point because everybody just talks about, well, they need him, they need him in the playoffs, uh, but they also need home field advantage yeah. uh, as well. Now, listen, I'm obviously not a doctor, but from what I understand, it's more of a pain thing right now than like a, you know, 
a severe injury. It's more so, you know, it'll hurt if he throws the football 42 times. I, I'm with you. Like, you know, I'm kind of convinced. Look, the odds makers believe he's not playing. It's That's three right. and a half points right now. That's right. And I think, that, you know, the Bills are, you know, and he hasn't practiced. That's another thing. So he hasn't practiced. Um, Case Keenan's been taking the reps, but at the same point in time, it just, it wouldn't shock me, man, if they announced on Sunday morning, oh yeah, by the way, Josh Allen is playing. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Generally, the odds makers get these things right. The fact that the Bills were, you know, minus nine and a half uh, when Josh was considered healthy and the look-ahead line going in, and it's dropped the way it has, that leads you to believe, certainly, that Josh Allen's not playing. Um, you know, there's no way that, I, I you know, if, if the odds makers felt that Josh was going to play, they would hang a three and a half up there with the Bills at home, right? It's, it's, it's They just wouldn't do it. The game would be off the board until they made the an official announcement. So that line definitely tells you that Josh is not playing. So you're locked in that he will not play, but you yeah. still like them at three and a half with Case Keenum. I think that, you know, Keenum, listen, last year he won a couple games with the Browns. Obviously, he's a game manager at this point of his career. Uh, he's not the same quarterback that obviously had that miracle win over the Saints in the playoffs and a member of the Vikings uh, a long time ago. The Stephon, of course, that you remember that was the Stephon Diggs too that uh, touchdown, right? So we'll take a couple Keenum to Diggs touchdowns this week. Uh, but yeah, I, I do believe the Bills win. But I mean, no, there is perfect synergy there, isn't it? That it's Keenum <laughs> and Diggs. Like you know, they're both going to be fired up. That's and right. the Bills are more than Josh Allen too. I yes, mean, they have they a damn good defense. Like they have, they can win this football game. Not to disrespect the Vikings. But, you know, and Cohen, the thing is, if you look at the Bills' schedule, you could say, all right, let's not force anything here. We think, you know, but I tell you what, it'll they better win the damn game, right, uh, against the Vikings. But after that, the Cleveland Browns are at Buffalo. And after that, it's the Thanksgiving Bills yeah. at Lions. Yeah. So, they, and, you know, so basically, look, they don't play a division game again until December 1st against the Patriots. So I can see the Bills' perspective, management perspective going, listen, we can win these games. Let's not rush them back, and we don't even to rush them back next week if we really didn't want to. No, exactly. Listen, I, 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 I believe in this team. I mean, listen, they didn't play well against the Jets, and it wasn't just Josh. Obviously, Josh played uh, the worst game I've seen him play in a long time. That first drive, you get that big play, and then he throws a terrible pick. Since the Jacksonville game. Yeah, exactly. Since the Josh Allen, Josh Allen game, right, where – where Josh Allen got him a bunch of times. Um, but, yeah, uh, our Josh Allen uh, had a pretty pretty off game for his standards last week. I know he wants to get back out there, uh, but I do believe the Bills win this game with Case Keenum. And you're right. They can they could probably beat the Browns with Case Keenum, and they could probably beat the Lions with Case Keenum. So if, if for whatever reason Josh needs three weeks, uh, it, it sucks for him because it will affect, obviously, he won't win the MVP and all those other things. But the most important thing is the Super Bowl and, uh, the Bills got to get that one seed. So that's got to be the focus. The biggie, Eric Cohen, kicking with us. All right, uh, Cohen, what do you think about the the uh, the game in um, in Munich? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers laying two and a half at FanDuel. Seattle Seahawks getting two and a half. Totals 44 and a half. And in case anybody's wondering about if the Seattle Seahawks had a uh, long flight, there's a video of them all dancing yeah. on the field. So it didn't look like the flight affected them uh, very much. What do you make of this game with the Buccaneers actually being the the favorites here yeah listen if if you're making a line based on what the 2022 seahawks have done and what the 2022 tampa bay buccaneers have done it's not tampa bay as the favorite obviously your record is what it is the seahawks are not a fluke i i thought the beginning of the year 
when they were, you know, when they beat Denver week one, I thought, okay, you know, whatever, Gino, uh, it's a big game for him, Russell in his first game back. But this is no fluke. You watch Seattle play. That's a good football team. The odds makers got it wrong. The odds makers got it wrong with win totals with a few teams, with the Seahawks, with the Giants, with the Jets, with the Falcons. You know, they were all supposed to suck, and none of them suck. So the Seahawks are legit. Tampa Bay, uh, you know, they were lucky to beat the Rams. Man, if the Rams could just get one first down, if maybe um, – you know, Cooper Cup tries to get a first down instead of slide once they got the ball back, then they probably win that football game. But, uh, to, you know what, to me, it's Seattle or nothing. I think Seattle's a better football team at this point. I believe in what Geno's doing. Uh, I do believe that Father Time has finally actually caught up to Tom Brady before that final drive against the Rams. He gets sucked the whole game. Uh, they don't have a running game. Uh, they're still banged up. And for whatever reason, Mike Evans is, is, is dropping passes. Chris Goblin's having a hard time getting open. I, th- I don't think he's healthy. Uh, the Seahawks, I mean, Kenneth Walker, he's, you know, the, the Buccaneers don't have a player that explosive. I think, I think Seattle's got the better team. So I'll take the points. You know, it's interesting, uh, Cohen. So there's been 43 international games over the years. And generally in these international games, the better team wins. Yep. You know what I mean? It's one of those, all right, who has less problems? You know what I mean? Like you travel, you're not suddenly... It's like a bad marriage. Going on a vacation is not going to save it, right? Like you I can relate. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. You know what I mean? If you got problems at home, it doesn't mean like, oh, we're great. We're going to Germany. Everything's going to be great now, <laughs> right? So, but my point is, so favorites, Cohen, are 25, 17, and one against the spread, and 30 and 12 and one straight up. Yet, I think the wrong team's favored here. That's what I'm saying. I think. Yeah, I think. I think. If you're going to tell me they want, but yeah. Seattle are actually the six and three football team, not That's Tampa right. Bay. Like you said, Seattle are the team that are playing with a great chemistry, not arguing and fighting. Like Fournette was upset about his playing time last week, and yeah. Brady's just lost three hundred million dollars in crypto cash or whatever. Like <laughs> Seattle don't have those problems. <laughs> no, no, nobody on Seattle just got divorced from a supermodel. So you're right; they don't have those issues. And uh, I think Seattle's the better football team. I, I, when I watch Seattle, like, you know, they're impressive game. Like, they, they kicked the snot out of the Giants a couple of weeks ago, and the Giants were a one-loss football team back then. And then last week, they went into Arizona, and they thoroughly dominated uh, a team, the Cardinals, that were a 7-1 team last year, started the year 7-1, and it was a playoff team. I know they're not that anymore, but Seattle's not just beating teams, they're, they're beating teams, and they're dominating them, and they're, and they're kicking the crap out of them. I think if Seattle plays the way they're capable of playing, they win this football game. More with the Big E, Eric Cohen on the other side, the late-night anger man for class continues, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now, there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet, with faster speeds rolling out every day, and internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. So, while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement, while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next-generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. I throw down continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Moranzi, the Big E, Eric Cohen, kicking it with us. The real Eric Cohen, a former partner in crime with us in the old school HSR days. Now TSN Edge as we throw it down on the Sports Grid radio networks. Hard to believe, uh, Cohen, both you and I aren't getting any younger, but it's better to be busy than to be dead. We're moving in on the 21st anniversary of Sports Rage now. That is Around great. the corner, January. Yeah. I never uh, would have imagined in the old days we would have lasted this long, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of great memories, Gabe. Uh, I remember, you know, meeting you at the Sports Cafe actually, and we did that first NFL show together before you started Sports Rage here at uh, the studios in Toronto on King Street. And uh, yeah, tons of yeah, tons of sport. memories. We talked we talked a lot of football. So uh, always always fun doing that. And who would have thought, Cohen, from those days that the score would end up being sold for $2 billion or whatever and all that after? Yeah, well, unfortunately for you and I, we didn't get any of that money. No, I cashed my stocks in many years earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I made a big mistake with that, uh, the selling of the stock. You're right. That was a, no, that's a whole other story. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, another that's, story that, for another time. Yeah, that, that, that's, like a, that's like a bad beat bet. But yeah, yeah that's I right. don't have a lot of stock market stories, but me and Cohen do have stock market, market stories yeah. uh, as far as uh, the score television network is concerned in the old days. All right, so we can't control who we're going to be betting on. So let's blast through these games. We were talking about Seattle or nothing here, and Seattle getting two and a half in Munich. Kansas City Chiefs are like nine and a half to the Jags. Totals 50 and a half. Almost seems light, doesn't it? Just when you sort of take a step back and think about just how bad the Jags are. But I don't know. You know what I mean? It's it's nine and a half for a reason. This game, I'm just going to sort of pass on. It is, I guess, a good game for teasers, money line parlays. But look, a seven-point teaser, you get the Chiefs down to two and a half. What's your take? Well, let me give you a take on this. And I, it was something I noticed on the look-ahead line last week. I couldn't understand it. Who's who's the first-place team in the AFC South? The Tennessee Titans, right? Like, Tennessee is the most disrespected football team. Last week, Tennessee played Kansas City, and they were a 14-and-a-half-point underdog. One week later, Jacksonville, who's not nearly as good as Tennessee, is a 9-and-a-half-point underdog. So, Jacksonville's getting five points better than what Tennessee got against this football team. And Tennessee has a formula to play very well against the Kansas City Chiefs. They beat them last year. This yep. year, of course, they took them to overtime. And I was all over Tennessee last week. Now, I know that Malik Willis. Great point, uh, 
The yeah, Jacks, Malik, Willis, Malik yeah, Willis sucks. Yeah, well, whatever. It's not like Trevor Lawrence is any better than Malik Willis is. Exactly, exactly. So it's funny because I thought last week the line was off and there was so much value at Tennessee. And then this week, you know, KC nine and a half. I think KC wins this game. So I think if you're a teaser player, it's perfect for a seven-point teaser. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I don't, I don't see the Chiefs losing to this Jaguars team that was lucky to beat the Raiders at home last week. They were down like 20 nothing before the Raiders choked again. Well, dude, the Tennessee Titans disrespect factors real on a weekly basis. Yes, it is. Remember, like three weeks ago, I've been taking them every week. Actually, yeah, they know. were it was like a pick them or whatever against I the Washington Houston. Commanders. They did Houston. It was yeah. yeah, the one they were actually plus one at one point. Yeah. Plus two was like, yeah. and they won that game by double digits. Yeah, they hang around, nearly beat the Chiefs outright. Really should have. And word on the street is Tannehill should be good to go. Actually, you know, and if it isn't, even if it's Malik Willis. They've shown they can win football games. Say what you will about Willis. He's 2-0 straight up and against the spread now. And they're two-and-a-half-point home favorites against the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I, I like I like Tennessee a lot. Now, I do believe, actually, that Malik's going to play. Last I heard, Tannehill was still having issues with his mobility. And I, I think he wants to be 100% mobile when he comes back, uh, which is why I think you're getting that line. One but... thing that's weird about Tannehill is, if you remember, Cohen, against Houston, he supposedly was this close to playing. That's right. And they did, and it's like, oh no, he's sick now. Remember, it went from like it went from yeah. an injury to no, 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 he's not injured anymore. Now he's got an illness. Yeah, there's something I don't know. It's been a weird little run. Listen, I'm expecting once again we and the odds makers we trust. Yeah, if they think the Willis is going to play, but for the record, Tannehill has at least he's back on the field with them. He is yeah. like there in practice and on the field now. Yeah, he is. He has been practicing. The thing is, he practiced last week too. Um, and he didn't play. And you're right. Basically, they first they said it was a foot injury. Then they then they moved it to the illness thing against when he didn't travel for the Houston game. And so you would have expected that because he was close to coming back, he would have played on primetime against KC, and he didn't. Uh, and again, that's that, nice. that was now figured now, like it's turning right. into three weeks from he's it, this close to playing. Exactly. You'd figure he'd play, but I was, you know, I do like I do like Tennessee a lot. Listen, they've covered six straight weeks. So I've been I've, I'm like you. I've been riding this Titans train. And I, I obviously, I would, and after watching Malik Willis play, especially in the second half last week against KC, I certainly want him to. I want Tannehill back, give him a capable quarterback. But um, I, I think it's. I think I think Tennessee wins this game with or without Tannehill. I feel better with Tannehill, but I'm definitely on the Tennessee Titans. There's definitely value against a very fraudulent Denver Broncos team. Cohen, it seems like almost every game we talk about, it's like, well, I don't know, is it John Wolford? Is it like yeah. who's the quarterback? Is it this? There's a lot yeah. of that this week, isn't there? And how about the, how about, and I'm going to be at this game, Cohen, the Indianapolis Colts and the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, wow. It's almost so bad. It's good. I have to be there to see history of Jeff Saturday's debut. (laughs) But this point spreads dropping. It went from earlier in the week of like, man, well, the Raiders suck, but they should be able to kill these guys to now it's down to four and a half right now. People see some Jeff Saturday press conferences, start to buy in. (laughs) And and then then they start to start to remember, oh yeah, the Raiders do suck. Waller's out now. Uh, well, he was already out all the time, and now yeah. Renfro's out. So no Waller, no Renfro. They got guys suddenly retiring now. You know what I mean? Like, so the Raiders are just sort of a train wreck and a mess. Strange football game. What are you doing with this one if you're betting this? I don't think I'm betting it. There's there's just way too much. I, I first of all, you couldn't play much worse. How how bad was the quarterback play last week? I mean, Sam Ellinger last week. Watching him play, oh my God, that was just a nightmare. Um, like you know, the Patriots just made him look like a peewee quarterback uh so i i and and you know the one thing that uh, jeff saturday did say is that he would start again 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know who Matt Ryan really pissed off. There has to be an issue with maybe, um, you know, he he would make a lot more money if he played more. Sixty snaps. Yeah. You, you nailed it. That's it's what a it bonus is. issue with him, right? So and I, I guess they, they figure think, if they're uh, not going to win, they don't want him to play. So he's not very good, so they don't want him to make the extra money out of right. spite. Right. So that's, I guess, the issue. Because Ellinger's not the guy. It's no. not like you can say, oh, he's the future quarterback. No, no. he's not. Right? No. You know what I mean? You're just sort of and, screwing and, around. And Nick and Nick Foles, that ship sailed a long time ago, too. So I guess they're not going with uh, with Nick. But, but yeah, I mean, uh, the Colts look like it's a train wreck. Uh, the Raiders are, are absolute crap. Uh, I don't really see an angle in this game. Uh, right now, I might bet like an Ellinger under passing prop if it's around 200 yards, like it was last week, where he only, you know, he only threw for like 100 yards. He's just terrible. Uh, so we'll see. I'm sure there'll be some value, but I don't like the point spread right now. You're talking about some interesting dynamic with uh, Case Keenum and Stephon Diggs, of course, being together yeah. um, in, in Buffalo and playing against playing against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, this week, some interesting dynamics, including Mike McCarthy returning mm-hmm. to Green Bay, right? And the Green Bay Packers are in a free fall. So this game, and then I want your take on the CFL playoffs or ask you what your best bets are, but what do you think about that? Say what you will about McCarthy. And people have criticized him a lot over the years, but he's been a covering machine with the Dallas Cowboys. And another strength of McCarthy is coming off a bye. 12-3-1 against the spread um, in his uh, in, in his career, 11-5 and five straight up. Uh, when coming off of my very impressive numbers. Let, let's just say this, too, about Mike McCarthy. He got a bit of a bad rap because, uh, you know, the relationship really fizzled out with Aaron Rodgers at the end of his tenure there. Um, it was clear those two were not on the same page. I think the more we see of Aaron Rodgers, the more we're realizing that he's a very, very tough guy to get along with. Now, I know your friend Pat McAfee has a great relationship with him. But I think he's on a very short list because there doesn't seem to be a lot of other guys uh, who have a very good relationship with Aaron Rodgers, including Mike McCarthy. So, But the thing is, I think right now, McCarthy's the one that looks like people are going to side with as far as maybe he you know, knew a little bit more than uh, what we thought when things fizzled out in Green Bay because they, you know, Aaron's reputation has just taken a massive hit the last two years. Um, but that being said... Um, I, I don't think I, I think I, I don't think the Packers offense can do much against this defense. Uh, the weapons that Aaron has around him and and there are not much. There's not much. I mean, you know, he lost Dobbs last week. Lazard's been banged up. Sammy Watkins, he, he actually needs him and he's banged up. Aaron Jones got banged up. They just have nothing around him offensively. So to me, it's Dallas or nothing in that game. All right, Colin, before we get you out of here, we got about a minute. Uh, CFL playoffs, Montreal Alouettes and the Toronto Argonauts. The Argonauts laying three points in this game. And then, of course, the BC Lions and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Lions getting four and a half. What do you think of the CFL playoff games? Uh, I definitely love a prop in the Argos game. Uh, A.J. Olette under. Uh, it was 50 and a half yards now, down to 48 and a half. But with the return of uh, Andrew Harris, uh, Olette's going to be the backup running back now. So on FanDuel, you can bet the... Um, the rushing prop, I definitely would bet that under. That's a lot of yards for a backup running back. I expect Trevor, I expect Andrew Harris to get the majority of the of the carries for the Argos. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I would maybe take a look at the under for standback too, because it looks like that's also, um, you know, two guys getting carries we saw last week in the Montreal win over Hamilton. As far as the game, slightly Montreal plus three and a half. Obviously, Toronto's two wins against Montreal were 
both by a point. First, because Montreal missed a uh, potential game-winning field goal, and the second one because the Argos uh, missed a game-winning field goal and got a single point and won at the buzzer by one. So the two wins by Toronto were very close. Uh, I think this game is also very close. So in a close game, I'll take the three and a half points. And Toronto, of course, won't have much of a home field advantage because uh, they're not going to have much of a crowd there. I mean, it's hard. Why? I, I never understand why they play this on an NFL Sunday. Most football fans in Toronto are going to be watching the Bills and Vikings are going to Buffalo to that game as opposed to going to BMO. The Big E, Eric Cohen, all right, Cohen, uh, quickly, five seconds. Uh, yeah. BC Lions or the Bombers, who are you betting on? Uh, give me give me BC with the points. They, they can keep it close, right, Gabe? I think they will. I think they're going to hang around yeah. in a higher-scoring game. The Big E, Eric Cohen, the late-night anger match for Cross continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Massive weekend of sports. Countdown of the World Cup is on. NFL football, college of football. Tomorrow night, we got Brett Beard on the program. We're going to talk about all the big college football games. Rob Vino, Tony Finn. We're going to be throwing it down live straight from the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, this weekend, we'll be at the Raiders game. Uh, Raiders, Colts. I'm, my mind's really spinning, though. I'm really thinking. I'm like, all right, man. Like, I got a lot of stuff. I got to enter another contest. I got to meet a proxy. I got to do this. I got to do that. Got to do all this different stuff. Um, I'm going to a uh, a zombie nude burlesque show, or partially nude. It's not like hardcore type thing. Like, it's at Planet Hollywood, so how hardcore can it be? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not, we're not going to Club Sapphire here, but uh, it's basically like, I don't know, like a burlesque zombie show. Um, like hot chicks that are like zombies and dudes that are zombies, whatever. You know what I mean? Supposedly it's a good time. 
Well, obviously, it's not something that I would be personally doing. Right? Like if I was there alone, you know what I mean? Be like, oh yeah, it sounds cool, but I'm watching it. I'm watching a game right now. But I, you know, I'm gonna go right after that Texas TCU game. So like I'm literally like everything, almost like every block is like plan. I'm like, yeah, I got to do this. I got to do that. And there's a lot of stuff going on. But uh, what we got, we just got to start getting our soccer bets in here too. It's around the corner. We got a big UFC card. I saw the interview. I was watching Chandler and uh, and Poirier hype up the fight today. Two good guys. I used to be buddies with Chandler. I used to hang out with him in Las Vegas all the time. Um, before he was like a Bellator champ, like early days. Um, hell of a fight. Great card. Great card. Uh, violent card. It's going to be good. So, um, but back to the soccer here. We were talking about these final four uh, props. So, to reach, uh, all you got to do is to reach reach the, the semifinal. And I really do believe France are reaching the semifinal. We're getting them at plus 162, man. Like, come on. Like, that's just, it's too too good of odds to pass up. Too, too good of odds uh, to, to pass up for France. They don't even have to win the thing. That, that, this is just what I like about it, to reach the semifinal. Brazil and Argentina are on a, on a collision course, yet I'm not ready to anoint them. I do believe that the South American teams could play well in the Middle East. I can sort of buy into that narrative. But Brazil aren't like Brazil. They're not this power. Like Brazil are like the Yankees. Like, yeah, you know what? They're flashy and this and that, but they haven't won in a while. You know, and not only are they one, they got smoked. Like they, you know what I mean? They're not. They don't have that same pedigree that, like, oh yeah, don't worry, they're gonna win. You know what I mean? It used to be like, oh, yeah, don't worry, they're gonna come back, they're gonna win, right? Like they don't have that now. Like the the aura is gone. Like no one's intimidated of Brazil. You know what I mean? Canada would be, <laughs> I guess. Or the U.S. You know, I don't think Canada would be. They played them. You know what I mean? But like, you know what I'm saying? Like no one's like, oh, Brazil are unbeatable. Right? No, but Brazil are the popular money team, so they're, they're, they, it is what it is. Matias, um, I got to tell you, Matias, you were talking a lot of smack over the last, like, two years type thing leading into this thing about Argentina. Now that the tournament's here, it sounds like you're getting cold feet. You're I'm not quite this confident. We're ready to roll, baby. The sky blue, <laughs> the white, we're ready to dance, we're ready to sing, we're going to be singing all over those streets. And so you're making it to the finals? finals? We can make it to the final game. Argentina has one of the most connected groups that there is in this World Cup right now, and they just beat Brazil and Copa America in Brazil not that long ago with Brazil's A team. What's their unbeaten streak? 35, 36? Something like that game. I lost count of 34, to tell you the truth. And you know what? I don't count the last two as big time victories because they played nobodies. You know, the last. Yeah, those games in Miami. Yeah. they, They play the United Emirates as another warm-up game coming up real soon. So I, I expect more goals for Argentina. But their roster, their final roster is coming out November 14th, and we're all kind of holding our breath to see what the coach, coach Scaloni's last four guys are going to be because there's been some injuries to that Argentina team. So there's some guys that are on the needle right now who didn't think they, they might have been going, you know, two months ago. Now they're, they're hoping and praying that they get on this team. Now, um... You can parlay the group winners, which is pretty cool. So you can parlay a lot of this stuff. So I just want to put together a quick parlay here. I'm just loading up some more odds. I got I got all these soccer pages open. I'm all over the place here. Because there's more. You're right. Like Matias just said, there's um, there's a lot of these like a lot of these teams that are playing. You know, a lot of the Euro teams like still have guys playing, which is pretty crazy. But as Matias said as well, there's a lot of teams that are like still playing. As these final tune-ups, 
like uh, Bahrain is playing Canada. Canada is minus 150 against Bahrain. I would expect Canada to dial it up a notch here too. Like this, it's for real now. Like so, it's not like oh they're gonna take it easy. No, they're gonna want to dial it up a notch now, right? Um, South Korea is playing Iceland as well today. So lay the minus one fifty with uh, with Canada against Bahrain. So let me just go over a couple of quick group bets here, uh, Matthias. So like I said, next week will be our full bet. So Group A. Uh, Netherlands are minus 225. Senegal is 5 to 1. Ecuador is uh, 4 to 1. And Qatar is 16 to 1. Is it an absolute stone cold lock that the Netherlands win this group, in your opinion? I don't think it is. I think they probably win the group, but I'm not, you know, is it parlay material? You say there's, yeah, no way in hell they don't win the group? I don't. I think Netherlands wins this group with Sadio Mane being out for Senegal. If 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 Senegal had Mane, a guy who could control the ball, kind of set his teammates up, I would say otherwise. You know, because Senegal is really dangerous when they have a top class. You know, one of the best players yeah. in the world, Mane playing. Netherlands will him, win the group. You know, it, 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 it's a whole different. You know, is Argentina the same without Messi? No, and that's the same thing for Senegal. They're not the same without Mane. It's a ma- it's a major loss, Gabe. And Netherlands and teams, stacked. and teams are really super motivated to win these groups because you get an easier matchup. Like right? you don't want to finish second because then you get the other team. Like you get the first. Like so, you, like they're not like an audience. Oh, they don't care. Like it's not like oh, it doesn't matter where you advance. Like no, I can live with it. I'm just saying I'm a little worried, but it's yeah. The, the Dutch aren't going to choke that early in the tournament. It's a little like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> the Dutch Holland will have their problems later on. Uh, they'll hit a wall later on. All right, so I'll put it in a parlay, minus 225. Group B, England, minus 300, USA, plus 550, Wales, 6-1, Iran, 16-1. England are like the Maple Leafs, and it's funny, the Leafs haven't won since 67, and England hasn't won since 66. So there are the comparisons. Um, That's a great comparison. That's great. Comparison. Yeah, they're both super popular. Their fan base would, like, kill a relative to win, and they just can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one of these weird deals. But even a lot of Leaf fans are English fans. Like, I'm telling you, Matthias. So, yeah, there's a lot of connection. Um, England are, like, a popular team in Canada. Uh, they're going to win the group, bro. Same thing. Like, England, I think England will hit a wall at some point, like, later on, like, in the quarterfinals or something. Maybe England could squeeze into the semis, but they are going to win this group. England's minus 300, USA's plus 550, Wales is 6 to 1, Iran. Look at USA, Wales and Iran are going to beat the crap out of each other. Those are going to be grinding games where they're going to be desperate for points. I can see Wales giving England a little bit of a run here. I, mean, I think England are going to be too like England will not want to lose to the US. I got to put England in the parlay with this. England wins the group. That's a safe bet, Gabe. I got to admit, you know, as a big USA fan, I am afraid of England. They have more class. They have more quality. They have more depth. They have everything that the USA wants. They have everything that every team in that group wants, which is depth and quality. So, yeah, it'd be foolish to not bet them. But at the same time, it's a World Cup. You know you know that. things, think, Crazy things happen in a World Cup. And they're playing in the Middle East, and Iran's in that group. If that first game is so interesting to me because if Iran is to tie that game – if you're a USA supporter, you're licking your chops. And if you're a Wales supporter, you're licking your chops, too. That first game's so important. Oh, yeah, these first games for everybody are crucial. There's only three, right? I mean, they're all big, but you're right. Uh, Group C, Argentina's minus 250. Poland's plus 450. Mexico's 5-1. to one, Saudi Arabia's 20-1. to one. Poland are a scrappy team um, that I think could advance, but Argentina's going to win this group. 
Any dispute, Matthias? No, not at all. I think Poland goes number two. Uh, I think Argentina-Poland, that, that game is for first place. And Lewin is going to be starred for Poland. But at the same time, they don't have enough depth. Argentina's just in the right zone, man. Top 11 guys, top 12 guys. They're just really, really connected. Nobody wants to play a team like that. And Mexico are no good. I don't think. I think Poland will advance out of the group. All right, so France, Denmark, Australia, Tunisia. Hey, Denmark are no joke. The Danes can play. They're ranked like 10th in the world, actually, even though the FIFA rankings are a little whack. But I'm going to put France in the parlay. This parlay's adding up here right now. We're already up to plus 277. This next group I want no part of, Spain, Germany. <laughs> I'm not picking a winner there. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. USA Wales, Monday, November the 21st, 2 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock in the morning. So they get the primetime spot. Not bad. Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Matthias, going to be an all-nighter because sports range will end at midnight and uh, Argentina and Saudi Arabia is on at 2 in the morning. It's 5 a.m. Eastern time that game in the morning, 2 a.m. on the West Coast. What a great night to make some memories. Let's go. <laughs> They opened it up against the Saudis. I just wish it was against someone better than Saudi Arabia. Denmark and Tunisia uh, at 8 a.m. Mexico and Poland at 11 a.m. Uh, these times Eastern. And in France and Australia. Uh, you know, I'm somewhat surprised. Canada gets the primetime spot. I think it's more um, Belgium than anything. But Canada and Belgium actually on Wednesday at 2 o'clock Eastern, which is 11 o'clock. Uh, Morocco and Croatia gets the 5 in the morning game. Yeah, when I said, Matias, I'm going to watch every game, I might miss, like, a Morocco. Like, actually, no, that's an important group there. i got to keep my mind on that. Dude, I'm looking right now, bro. There's a 5 o'clock in the morning game every day, bro. Yeah. You know what, Gabe? I think it, you have to prioritize one good sleep in order to make it through the first stage. There has to be one game that you circle. It's like, you know what? This is where I'm going to sleep and kind of regain my energy so I can go for another two nights in a row. <laughs> it's hard to do the whole thing, well, I'm man. pretty hardcore, no, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be up. 
I don't know. I just I only go to bed at four or five in the morning often, anyways. So it's going to be challenging. I'm going to be all, I'm going to be a mess for a couple. I'm going to be a mess for the month. Like not a month, the first few weeks when there's all the games, because then suddenly they'll all be later in the day, right? Like as soon as we get to the quarters and stuff. It's just because there's so many games. It's going to be like the Olympics, but I know myself. I'll wake up or I'll stay up. I'll get my bets in, and I'm going to fall asleep and like miss half the game and stuff, Matthias. Then I'll wake up. Oh, huh, huh. I'll get my more bets in. You know what I mean? And I'm going to be tired all day and be like, oh, I didn't get the bet in because I fell asleep. And like, All right, follow me on Twitter at SportsRage. We'll post some pics tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow night. Straight for the Strip of Las Vegas, Nevada. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.